teaches a thing or two to the dumbest little guy about the genre we love. I, me, am your host, Tim. My name is Tim. And with me is the lovable Daniel himself. <laughs> lovable dummy himself. <laughs> Daniel! <laughs> what up, man? Uh, rat balls. What's going on? <laughs> Everything. Apparently, every- I-, I fucked up that. Um, yeah. <laughs> you fucked up Whoa. saying you fucked up. Here we up. are, horror for dummies. Man, it feels sometimes. Sometimes it feels like uh, horror for dummies doesn't come soon enough. You know? Yeah. I feel like the kaboom shows come really quickly, but the horror for dummies shows come really slowly. So I'm excited just, to do we this. We just show. take our time with it, you know. Just get get into it. I know. I know. All right, here we go. This week. Oh, this week's going to be fun, man. We have the first of a few Patreon-picked episodes. And this episode right here, the one that you're listening to, this episode is dedicated to our friend. This our one? Listener, and our very own fuck... Me- That's this one, yeah. Sick. Dedicated to our friend and our listener and our very own fuck machine, Mr. Zim Vader. And for Zim, he has, he has chosen for us to review Willard from 2003 and the original Wishmaster from 1997 um so that would be that's gonna be fun man I've I've got a lot to say about these two what about you yeah they're definitely um interesting movies (laughs) uh oh uh oh is this gonna get heated this discussion I don't know is it you tell me we'll find out stick around (laughs) Yeah, okay. Because <laughs> I, th- I think you might have a different opinion to what I'm thinking, but we'll get to that in a Maybe. second. But hey, do you, you're probably asking yourself right now, oh, how come Zim got to choose like a, an episode or, and choose pick and choose movies that, that you guys review? You can also be as cool and awesome as Zim uh, mm-hmm. and make us review whatever you want, which includes the Twilight movies because... Luffy really wants you to pick those. Stop threatening that. <laughs> Someone's gonna fucking pick it. You don't. You don't want to watch them either, man. I'm telling you, it's not a good time. I. I will because my my wife's been saying like, oh, we, you should do those on Kaboom, and I'm like, yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> I'll do it if you become a patron. So yeah, um, but you can do it. Can you she just take your money and then put it whatever in we pay- want? 
I mean, yeah, that that kind of yeah doesn't work, but um, but yeah. you can you can make us review whatever you want. All you have to do is become a patron yourself. For only three dollars a month, you can choose a whole episode, whatever you want. It can be a theme, it can be a, a couple of movies, it could be a franchise. You could ask Luffy to review Naked, and we'll film it. I don't know if he'll do it, well, but <laughs> maybe. Depends on the angles. <laughs> yeah. But that's just the beginning because we also have a collection of bonus episodes ready for your ears, which include my fabulous top 10 episodes, which there should be another one coming out very soon. And we also have our fun as fuck bracket episodes. And we just released our best movie theme bracket like a week ago. And yeah. I've come to the executive decision, Luffy, that for... Yes, sir. One time only, one time only, because mm-hmm. because I thought that that episode there, the bracket episode, was so much fun. I think that I'm going to release yes. that free, just as a little <gasps> teaser for people who are flirting little, with the idea of Patreon boy. and don't know whether. Yeah, because I, I, honestly, that that for me personally, like that that was so much fun. But then, like, we've also got feedback. From Zim, mm. <laughs> one person who said it was actually really fun. So I thought, yeah, I might just unleash it on the world and see what other people think. What do you think? Sick. Yeah, sounds good to me. Yeah, cool. Cool. All right, well, this episode is dedicated to our friend Zim Vader. Thank you, man. Thank you for coming to Patreon. Thank you for all the support um, that you have given us and everything you do. We really appreciate it. Uh, and thank you for giving us some movies to watch. And we are going to talk about those movies. But before we do, we have some listener mail to address. So <gasps> let's get what? stuck in to a little bit of mail right now. Listener mail. We just have one little mail that I want to read out right now because it actually took my breath away. It's like one of the nicest mails we've ever received. <laughs> and of course, <laughs> it comes to... <laughs> What what are you doing? What Take is my that? breath away by Berlin. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. You <laughs> stick to your bass guitar. <laughs> that was me doing. Actually, no. It's guitar. funny. You're actually. You <laughs> actually, I think it's just on the keyboard. I'm sorry. Anyway. It's it's funny because when you do sing, you're actually really good. So. Um, thanks, man. But this one comes to us. (laughs) You're welcome, sweetheart. This one comes to us from Zim Vader, of course, because this whole episode is fucking dedicated to Zim because he's a good guy. He said, um, his shit. (laughs) I was going to say something uh, poignant and good, but I didn't. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, did you say? Did you say he is shit or he's the shit? No, no. Like, I was going to say, like, this is, like, his episode, man. This is, like, the Zim special. Yeah. He fucking paid for it. So. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so he, he said... <laughs> he said this. The podcasts are usually better than the films that you review. What shines through above all is the passion. I don't care what someone's passion is. If I hear it in their voice or see it in their work, I'm hooked. Also, a wise film-obsessed friend, horror-obsessed curry muncher, I won't say who, once, I shouldn't read that out, <laughs> once told me that I need to pay more attention to how a story is told than to what the story actually is. And as well as applying that to film, I also see that in your podcast. 
Even a review of a shit film that I've never heard of and have no interest in ever seen gives me joy. What does it give me? Sorry, why does it give me joy? Because whether you give it a 3 out of 10 or a 9 out of 10, you have the passion, man. I hate my job, but I get through it faster and happier if I've got your dumb little voice ranting about plot holes or cinematography in my ear. Life is hard, and I know you've got kids, which drain the fuck out of your spare time, but I, for one, really appreciate all the effort you put into this shit. It's a fun listen, and no matter how hard it gets, know know that what you do is appreciated. Also, um, your friend the Mushroom is stupid because he voted Batman instead of Jaws. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm not not stupid. So I totally, I totally put that last part in. Um, but he said, "Oh, that's mean." <laughs> he said this. Um, <laughs> he said, "You can thank me by keep on being Tim and never letting Batman beat Jaws in anything ever again. Even if you do a bracket episode on best human bat hero, Jaws must win." <laughs> I, f- I feel like that's gonna be problematic. All right. Because, like, one of, like, the big things about being, a like, a human bat hero is the use of the grappling hook. And, like, um, Bruce's, like, distinct lack of thumbs will hinder him in this regard. It doesn't matter. He'll still He cannot pull the, the trigger for the grappling hooks. I mean, I guess if he yes, had, he like, can. one of those old school ninja ones, he could just kind of... He could fin smack it up there. So maybe my point's mute. Moot. Sorry. Anyway, back to the horror show where we don't talk about Batman for an episode for once. He can also like kathwap. Let's uh, um batarangs, okay. I guess. Dude as well. That, so Okay. Maybe he would be a good okay, Batman. Cool. I'm going to mute you now. <laughs> and like like the the, the shark part Fucking of his hell. mouth is going to be coming out of the mask anyway cuz like that's the only bit that's not mask. So he could still like nang, 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 do the jaws things. So I mean that's Sometimes like one up I on wish a human. I really could mute you. Um, anyway, thank you so much, Sim, for that kind message, man. It really took me, uh, took my breath away. The pants wouldn't work though. You know, he wouldn't fit into the pants. Um, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, I, I fucking. Do you know what? I've never been a Batman fan. Yeah. Just because I don't like him. But you make me fucking hate Batman so much. Aww. Because you don't shut up about him. He's amazing. <laughs> he's just so no, dreamy. No, he's not. Anyway, let's get into the show. We have Question of the Week. We have uh, What Horrors Have You Done? We got movie reviews galore. Uh, this one's all dedicated to Zim. Thank you again. So let's get into Question of the Week. Question of the Week. So, question of the week for last time was, what is your favorite horror movie theme song? And we have a few people here. First, we like to say thank you to Daryl Hook. He says, Night of the Demons main theme. That's a cool one. Um, Zim Vader. I've heard of that guy. He says, the greatest movie themes all come from movies containing the letter A in the title. Do they? (laughs) Yeah. Think about it. Um, Jaws has an A. Halloween has an A. Star Wars has an A. Mortal Kombat <laughs> oh, has an A. Like starts with an A. <laughs> Just has an A. No, containing <laughs> the letter A. <laughs> Terminator. Um, Wait, Terminator. <laughs> yeah, it does. I don't know. Yeah, 
Um, anyway, in a tough field, I'll say Halloween. This Night of the Demons one is good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's cool, eh? Uh, we have Kate Pollock, who says, off the top of my head, Red Right Hand from Scream. Ooh. That's from... Uh, is that the Nick Cave, Cave, isn't it? Fuck yeah, dude. I fucking love yeah. Nick Cave. She says, haunting, creepy, awesome, and just iconic. Yeah, and it's also like from that fucking ad for the Barossa Valley or whatever the fuck it was for like three years. No, it's only from Scream. That's <laughs> do it. you remember that shit in the movies? Yeah. <laughs> and I was, I yes, was just I like stoked there was Nick Kate like every time. I don't give a fuck <laughs> about whatever the fucking advertising. Anyway. Um... Patrick Patrick Walsh uh, says the Blob opening titles. Have you heard that? Uh, I'm about to go listen to it. It's fucking awesome. Uh, Patrick Walsh comes in again and says the Killer Clowns from Outer Space theme as well. That's fun. I, I do remember That's that being one. good. This yeah. Um, so Patrick Walsh comes in a lot of times. So I'm just going to list <laughs> all the ones he done. Settle down, Patrick. Uh, the Troll theme from 1986. I don't know if I've heard that one. I need to check it out. Um, he says the Sirita, the theme from Happy Birthday to Me. <laughs> okay. Which was, which was a movie, I guess. Had like one scene in it, which is the cover, the like poster art of yeah. the movie. And then the rest is like, yeah, I, just, I just didn't really care for the movie. But he says, love this melancholy minor keys in this okay. one. Is uh, the Blob one the one I'm listening to with the saxophone and shit? Does it go, Beware of the Blob, it beaks and beaks and flows and flows and Is that the one? No, okay, so the Blob 1958. Opening titles. Oh, oh, there <laughs> it is. Like it. Yeah, it, it uh, is this one. I just hadn't got to that bit yet. Oh, okay. Oh, this is All fun. Right. Um... <laughs> Patrick Walsh comes in again and says he's just tagged in heaps and one too sad from yep. Looker um, he goes if you had HBO in the early 80s you knew this one by heart because the movie was constantly was constantly on uh, the movie is more sci-fi thriller than horror but it's got a little bit of slasher in there but this theme song rocks I have to listen to these. Yeah, I know. I'm like so tempted um, just to like derail the show every and be like, try and hold you up so I can listen to each. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he comes in one last time with The Raven from Nevermore. Um, tossing this in for shits and giggles. This is from a delightfully twisted musical about Edgar Allan Poe. It was like Tim Burton on crack. Mm. Oh, I'll have to send that to you. You might be interested. Um, Thunder Twonk says... <laughs> He's back. The ma- you always laugh it's at that funny. name. It's <laughs> funny. Oh, like, it is. <laughs> me and Bonnie went and saw a movie last night and had Imogen Poots in it. We both giggled when she came up on the... <laughs> <laughs> what was, um... What was the uh, The father. I never heard I'll talk about it next week. Oh, but okay. short story, um, yeah, he won an Oscar. So, anyway. But... Oh, okay. Fair enough. I like Imogen Pooch. She's, she's mm. nice. Um, so Thunder Twonk says, He's back. The man behind the mask. Alice Cooper did this one for Friday the 13th, part six. And every time I hear it, I feel like I'm a kid again. And I just got back from the video store with a stack of rented horror flicks ready for a weekend of fun. Oh, man. Oh, that I miss that those feeling. days. I, yeah. like, I had a video store and I still did that. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> you was you were so lucky, man. All I wanted to do was work at a video store because it was like I'm in my element. But I applied for so many and never oh, got really? the job. You fucking own you owned yeah. one. Well, we fair. had a we had a what mini you- one in our shop, and then we also owned one. It's not as I mean, it's sort of fun, and we we had a good one too because like our um you know how like Blockbuster and shit had just put those fucking trailer ones on all the time, which is probably a smart business yep. decision. We just play yeah. the full fucking movies. I yeah, I knew a few video shops that did and we I'd just sit there fucking watching. I'd put on whatever. That's why I've seen Star Wars so many times because it was a good friendly kind of one. So like, and you- the reason I have it like the original so like baked in is because it was like on the fucking movie screen so much. But a lot of it is just rewinding tapes. <laughs> I'll be honest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's something that I'd like. Like you'd get so like you just sit there and just look at posters all day. Like like VHS posters and stuff like that. Like oh. Yeah it's pretty fun. And then you, you get to see what's work. coming out. And you get a giant library yeah. of screeners and stuff. Like before they come out and you, you pretty much you don't have to watch everything but it was pretty great like i i honestly miss it like if if i could have a business again i I'd, and it was viable i'd totally have a video shop again and do like game rentals <laughs> and shit that'd be fucking sick yeah the worst part is just you customers probably... and then people returning things in like complete states but anyway <laughs> what, what do you mean did oh, you just ever like, hire out like, porno videos? Um, I think so. I think we had a porn section, and they came, and they came back sticky. Not so much that. I, I mean, like VHSs were pretty fucking good for it. Um, not for porn, but like <laughs> for coming back decent because you you couldn't. It's hard to break a tape. Um, yeah, but yeah, like true. when we get like PlayStation discs back, and then when we started getting DVDs. People would just... Yeah. I don't know. It's like they'd, like, vomit on the disc and give it back to you. Or, like... They'd come back with, like, really? cracks all in them and shit. And, and, and just filthy. What? Like... Yeah. It, it, and, like, so many of the cases and stuff would come back and, like, where all the little... The pins that hold the DVDs in, it just, like, fucked. Yeah. Snapped. Broke. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, last one comes in from Scott Dent. He just uh, posts a uh, YouTube video of the song Smash Mouth All-Star because that's from Shrek. Um, He says spooky stuff. (laughs) So, yeah, thanks, Scott. Um, (laughs) Fucking dick. All right, question for the week for this one. And uh, this one is honor of Wishmaster. I said, fuck me. Um, the question is, if you were given one wish, so one wish, like you met a gin and he gave you a wish, what wish would you, would you pick? Oh, I probably wish for that thing you could put on the top, like an Aladdin. What? We could have unlimited wishes. You'd what? I'd put that, I'd wish for that that. thing that you could put on. No, why not? (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> nah, that's just, I, I don't know, that's man. This is such a um, fucking low-hanging fruit answer. I know, it's bullshit. It's like, I'd wish for unlimited I... wishes. I'm being a penis. Um... 
Hmm. I'd wish for a slightly bigger penis. What would I wish for? Oh, it's it's dumb. No, tell me, is it world peace? It Ish. is. Isn't it? I'd want to erase <laughs> debt. Debt. Yeah, I just want to get rid of it. Like okay, um, or maybe so it's not a thing. Not so it's not a thing. So, so wait. So seriously, like honest question right now, you would use your one mm. wish to help the entire world, not just yourself. Like honestly. Mm. Honestly. Yeah. Um I'd probably get a trillion dollars. Like you only got one wish. <laughs> because then there I can do go. what I want to do. It would yeah. it, it would because it would enable me to, like... Because I've always had the idea of, like, buying debt out from underneath um, debtor companies and basically making them useless. And then I just kind of set up a foundation where, like, if you were in debt and you were struggling, I would get rid of it for you. But then you'd be fucking... What? You're going to help, like, everyone in the world? I don't, I don't need you'd a run out of money. Dollars. I want to run out of money. I would okay. basically take that money and set up charitable type things. I, I don't You're need cute. money. Do you know money. what I would really... Yeah. Do, I need money. Do you know what I need money for? To create Jaws what? 5. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't know. Anyway, would, like, so that's build... the question of the week. Sustainable housing or something like that. Something that's good. Because money's fucked. Or maybe it just... It is. By assassins. But it's also good. By an army of assassins. Why? <laughs> what what, what use would an army of assassins do? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Wow, okay. Alright, so that's the question for this time. Get your answers in on the Facebook group page. Uh, it's, it's time to talk about what horrors... Have we done? Have you done anything cool, Luffy? What horrors have you done? Ever? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. Um, no, what horrors have you done? Oh, what horrors have I done? Anything? Mm. Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> nothing yeah. you got nothing this week eh <laughs> <No>. okay <laughs> I'll go then um so this afternoon I came home and I had like I don't know two hours free which which is rare mm-hmm. um so on Shutter right now they've got a documentary called In Search of Darkness part two that's right part two and uh, out. I watched like a quarter of it <laughs> fucking hell um, no, so I watched like a quarter, a quarter of it. This of thing it. goes for like four hour, four and a half hours. Um, it's right, a documentary about eight. I don't know what you're saying right now. <laughs> People um, will get it. Anyway, In Search of Darkness, In Search of Darkness Part 2 is a documentary about 80s horror film. And basically what you get is it runs for four and a half hours. Um, 
It's a long documentary, but it's really yeah. good. It starts from obviously 1980 and it talks about various horror films in interviews. So it's got like all the stars, like Robert England, Kane Hodder, all those guys, and like various movie review people. Corey Taylor's in there from Slipknot. Chris Jericho is in there. Like it's got well, they both people you would know. Are like obligated by law to comment on everything to do with metal or horror or <laughs> like. That's yeah. It's... <laughs> what I mean, does Corey I'm, Taylor I'm, think about that? <laughs> I'm assuming it's the law. I, don't, I, haven't, I haven't seen anything <laughs> that Corey Taylor and or Jericho haven't commented on. <laughs> so. I know, but I, I, lo- I love both of them, so I'm okay with it. I love them too. Not anyway, complaining. Um, it's just funny. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now that you, I, I forgot about that until you mentioned it. Now I'm just going to see him popping up everywhere. Um, yeah, so it's just Not them hard. talking about the movies and stuff like that, but it goes from like 1980 and then it will go to like a cutscene of like, say, for example, Slashes or like Giallo's or something like that. And then mm. it'll go to the next year and then et cetera, et cetera. It's really cool, man. Uh, it, it highlights some movies from the 80s that you probably never heard of before. Um, well, so yeah, like I've got a list now of a few <laughs> movies that I need to watch. Oh yeah, you yeah. Most of these movies, you'll be like, "What is that?" <laughs> um, huh? So there's part what? one. Part one. Yeah, <laughs> part one is um the same type of thing, pretty much, but it highlights more of the mainstream horrors, so like Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the Thirteenth, etc. Part two is a little more deeper, so you go into like, uh, for example, Humanoids of the Deep, um, films like that. Nope. So it's really cool if you are a fan of eighties horror. Um, check it out, but it does go for four and a half hours. So just play, like watch it as like a couple, uh, uh, a couple movies. That's what I'm doing. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so that's in search of darkness part two. It's on Shutter now, so you can watch it on there. Um, another movie I get a chance to watch on the weekend is called the resort. This one's from 2021. It's a new one. Um, the story of this is, Four friends head to Hawaii to investigate reports of a haunting at an abandoned resort in hopes of finding the infamous half-faced girl. When they arrive, they soon learn you should be careful what you wish for. Um, This one started strong yeah, and ended pretty flat. <laughs> uh, it had potential, man. It really did. It had some really, really nice cinematography. Um, really cool overhead shots of this resort, which is... Uh, they say it's Hawaii. I don't know if it's actually in Hawaii, but like it's a really nice area. Um, so really nice uh, overhead shots. The un- the location's unreal, and the characters kind of they held my attention for the start, and then like it's honestly like the film had two writers. Like it started really kind of strong and had me interested, and then like it's like alright, this writer just clocked out, it's time for the new writer to start, and he's just turned mm. these characters into unlikable cunts. Really. Oh, that sucks. And Yeah, and then, like, the film, like, it's like the film just completely switched, and the story just turns itself into, like, a paper-thin story. Um, it has a runtime of 79 minutes, which isn't, like, it isn't that long, it's like 120 minutes. Yet nothing happens until like the last, until like the 50 minute mark. The, yeah. So, how long does it go? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, 80 minutes. So. Yeah. Yeah. This one, this one is, uh, 
I think it's an avoid. Um, I yeah, I can't really say much. Like I, I, I was on board the start. I was like, all right, cool, this is interesting, and then it goes nowhere. So I don't re- really recommend anyone watch this. But if you need to, then go for it. Um, the cover looks like one of the minions. <laughs> I'll give you that. Uh, but yeah, the resort twenty twenty one. Eh. Um, all right, my last one I'm going to talk about is uh, actually coincides with one of the films we're watching or reviewing tonight, which is Willard, 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 from 1971. I think it's Willard, the original Willard. Oh gee. So yeah, I decided. I just yeah, I decided to because I've never seen this before. Um, I was listening back a while ago, man. The Friday, our friends, the Friday Nightmares podcast, mm-hmm. Scott and Heather. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did an episode on remakes and they spoke about Willard, the one we're reviewing, and Scott went ahead and watched um, the original Willard. So okay. I thought I'd do the same because Scott's my Scott's my honey poo and I love to do everything he does. And he I'm um I'm glad I I'm glad I did, man. I'm glad I watched the original Willard. Uh, because I went into Willard absolutely blind I've never seen either of these films I knew it was about a guy with a rat and that's it that's all I knew about this film so I watched the original Willard first yep and I watched the the remake the one we'll review later on um I liked the original man I thought it was really interesting um did I like it better than the remake I'll I'll get to that later but this 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 Willard, I'll, I'll talk more about it when we do the the remake because I'm kind of comparing the two, how how different they yeah, are. But I, um, I reckon save it. Yeah. Okay. I'll, well, why don't we just jump into the main features? That's all I've got to talk about for what horrors have you done? Unless you got anything else you want to bring up? Yeah. Let's do it. No, I'm I'm good. Okay. Let's go. Sweet. All right. It's time. It's time. For the, it's time to review our movies brought to you by Zim Vader, Mr. Ghost of the Zombie himself. Feature presentation. And now for our feature presentation. Welcome to Feature Presentation, and we are talking two movies that are completely different, uh, that were kind of brought out almost around the same time, I mean, 1997 to 2003, it's six it's not years, too far away. Yeah, there we go. Uh, so this one, we are we're doing what Zim wants and what he wants. We're going to start with a movie called Willard from 2003. So if you are if you are like me and have no idea what Willard is, let me Rats. explain. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so Willard is about a young man with an unusual connection to rats. He uses them at his own sociopathic will. It's basically all you need to know, man. Like, I don't want to tell you much more yeah. about it than that. So this stars Crispin Glover as Willard. Yes, it does. Ali Ermi as Mr. Motherfucker. Martin. Oh, so sad to see him. Yeah. Um, Laura Laura Haring as Catherine, mm-hmm. and Jackie Burrows as Mrs. Styles. Um, that's really all I'm going to say. 
everyone else you don't really need to know. This <laughs> is directed by is Glenn. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is directed by Glenn Morgan, who has basically done nothing. He's directed three things, and the only other thing he's directed movie-wise is Black Christmas from 2006. Isn't that So, bad? yeah. Uh, it was okay. The Black Christmas from 2019. Oh, yes. Oh, very bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was very bad, yes. I remember now. Uh, can I just say, like, compare, already comparing this to the original, um, it's just by cast yeah. alone, it's so different. Um, you have Crispin Glover, who has black hair, and in the original, it's played by a, uh, I can't remember who Bruce played him. David um, Davis. But there, there we are. He, um, if you if you in this movie you see pictures of Willard's mm-hmm. dad paintings that's that's paintings of of the guy who played Willard in the original Oh that's fun. Oh, yeah, oh he's in heaps cool. of shit Yeah, yeah okay Yeah so this is back when he started but yeah so he's Willard in the original he's his uh, blonde-haired guy so it's already very different but I I just want to bring that up because the mother in the original is played by Elsa Lancaster mm-hmm. And when I saw her name, I'm like, who dis? No, that can't be the same Elsa Lancaster as the bride from Bride of Frankenstein. And yeah, it is. Yeah. So I was like, bit of a shock. She looks very different from the bride. Like in the bride, she's like beautiful. Mm. And and, and in in Willard, she's like an overweight (laughs) mum. So. Gross. But yeah, I just thought that was really interesting. You need some loving too. <laughs> All right, so Willard, man, uh, I, I'm I'm keen to see where you come in with this because your little, your your you said something at the start of this episode that made me think that you aren't a big fan of this one, and I, I need to know. Tell me. No, it's great. Oh, you <laughs> fuck! <laughs> it's fantastic. They're just no, they're just both really interesting and weird and different, and I haven't seen either of them. And um, okay, yeah. Uh- I, I meant it like they're interesting literally in a good way. I, I'm, oh, damn it. I thought we were going to have a fight here because I really like Sorry. this movie. No, it's fine. I mean, um, God, rats are yuck. Gross. I don't like it. <laughs> All right, go in, man. Tell us, uh, go into your actual thoughts of this movie. Tell us what you think like full full review right now oh like and I'll go we, can we spoil or are we not spoiling yeah no, nah, I think we should spoil because like this one came out in 2003 people have had long enough to watch okay. it now so if you haven't seen Willard um see you later yeah <laughs> um go yeah, and see it go That's watch all I can it. say I, I, like it's worth definitely a recommend it spoiler review um but yeah, dude. Um, so I already loved Crispin Glover anyway, so that wasn't super hard. Um, but he acts the fuck out of this man, like seriously, so good. Yeah. Um, he does fantastic with his like fucking rat co-stars and shit. Like it's <laughs> genuinely um, believable, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and it it's just... It's such a fucking cool idea. Where it's just like, 
I'm going to make a rat army and I'm going to get them to eat tires. <laughs> so it's like, it starts out just kind of really silly. Mm-hmm. And then it just gets hectic. Like I thought initially he was going to like do what ended up happening, which was like just sending them to like murder the fucking boss. Um, but no, it's just like, I'm going to get him to eat his fucking tires. <laughs> um, but yeah, the music great. The, the cinematography is like really cool too. They didn't, it's not just a fucking army of CGI rats for the yeah. most part. I mean, there yeah. are, you know, like the elevator bit, obviously. That, yeah, that was really the only one. Um, they were really reserved with it and they didn't, it's not that they didn't have to be, but they just, they didn't do it. And I love that they didn't do it. It was just a fucking massive swarm of fucking rats and it was made it so much more terrifying. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, yeah, rat, rats are fun. Like Big Ben, um, who's played by Andy Serkis, uh, like he was really good. He was such a scary big... Wait, what? What? Hmm. What? what, 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 what? <laughs> yeah, Andy Serkis plays Big Ben. It's all mocap. But it looked pretty real. What do you mean? The, the, the yeah. rat? No, that's a real rat. <laughs> yeah. But it would have been cool if he played him. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you were joking. I thought you were no. serious. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just fucking around. <laughs> fuck, I'm, look, I'm looking at the cast right now going, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, no, I read the thing as an actual rat. <laughs> you fuck. <laughs> Occasionally I'll get one on you. You get me so easy. <laughs> Because I was going to do it as a joke initially, but I just couldn't find the right place to slip it in. So I was like, you know what? I'll just talk about it seamlessly in the review. Like it's an actual thing. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, but yeah, Big Ben. Fucking scary looking rat, yo. Yeah. Is there a, is there a Big Ben in the first one? Yep. <clears throat> but... <clears throat> The difference with um, the original Ben is he's just a normal brown rat. Yeah, what what the Where fuck is in this, this rat? one? Like, what what race so, is it or whatever? In tr- Species. In trivia, it says race. here, uh, <laughs> and I quote, There have been reports that the enormous rat Ben was not portrayed by a rat, which is not quite true. Ben was played by a giant Gambian pouch there rat. There you go. Uh, a distant relative of the Norway rat. Oh, the species Norway. is... The species in the film, uh, Gambian pouch mm-hmm. rats, while fairly docile, can grow to body lengths as much as 10 to 17 inches from head to the base of the tail, with a tail about the same length again or longer and potentially weighing anywhere from two to over six pounds. Mm. Yeah, what a cool... That's what fucking a cool rat. Huge. Fuck, I love animorph. Um, Yeah, he was sick. Like... um. Oh, it was fine. It was good because, like, Crispin as well, like, was not afraid of, like, the rats at all. Yeah. You know, or, or if he was, he was, like, acting yeah. the fuck out of it. Because, um, yeah, he wasn't squeamish. You couldn't, you couldn't, he, it felt like he was so comfortable with them, which was his character. So it just, like, worked so well. Which, yeah, like, like, especially when he was grabbing, like, Ben by the tail and lifting mm. him up. Which, it's, it's fine for him. It doesn't hurt him. But, yeah. It's just, I, I don't know, like, I'm, I'm not scared of rats or anything like that, but pulling something by a tail fucking freaks me out because I'm scared they're going to turn around and bite me. Um, you, you should be, because rats are terrifying, <laughs> but 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, they, you know that shit that he did in the rat trap? Like how he got his arm caught and then he uh, chewed his arm off? Ben? What, who? Oh, they, yeah, they yeah, do that yeah, in yeah. real life and shit too. Yeah. I know that, yeah. It's nuts. fucking crazy. They're little survivalist, man. That's yeah. why there's so fucking many of them. Yeah. I kind of miss my little master splinters after I, like, lived in the cross. There'd just be a shit ton of them near my bins. So, like, every time I went to take out my garbage, I was like, ooh, master splinters. Um, <laughs> so they're all named master yeah, splinters? <laughs> why don't you name anyone Socrates? Because I hadn't seen this yet. And there was no white ones. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. If there was a white one, um, I would have called him Socrates if I had seen this. For sure. Yeah. And I definitely would have found a Big Ben. Yeah. I'd be like, you're the Big Ben. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I don't know. It was just, like, it was everything you want out of a fucking rat movie, yo. Like. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, they were just. He, I, I can't imagine what this was like to film. What a fucking effort, yo. It, yeah, it would have been... Yeah, you would have had to have, a, like, a thick stomach. Like, in a lot of scenes. Like, especially when, like, Willard comes home and sees all the rats, like, all over the set. Mm. That's still kind of like... Ugh. Yeah. Um, it's hectic. But, uh, yeah, yeah and definitely. I thought, like, as far as the movie, um, the story was really cool. It all totally made sense. It kind of had that, like, like an air of Burton to it, like that kind of weird gothy, a little bit vibe with all the rats and the Crispin Globber. Um, yeah. the, I liked the, um, the use of Ben in the cat scene. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll get into that in a second. Um, but yeah, another fucking famous rat. <laughs> well, that song Ben is written about that Ben. Oh, was it? Yeah, that song was written about the... the... So when Willard came out, like the original Willard from 1971, yeah. there is a sequel called Ben. Mm. So in the, in the original, I'll just tell you what happens in the original because it's different. Like the ending yes, is different. In the original, like Ben and Willard get into a fight, and the the rats end up overcoming Willard and killing him. Oh dang! And it ends, and it ends with just Ben watching the other rats like just take over. And Willard. zooms in on him, and he's and like, just, like the yeah, just looking at him. And apparently, I'd looked. I tried to find Ben because I wanted to watch that as well because. Um, Scott from Friday Nightmares said it was really good and worth mm. a watch. Um, so I tried to find it. I could not find it anywhere, um, even even in the Pirate Waters. Um, but apparently that one like starts where like it did like a Halloween mm. one and two. That one starts where Willard ends. Oh, okay, yeah, that's cool. And yeah, apparently that song like Michael Jackson's Ben was made by like for. Oh, okay, band. I knew it was a song about a rat, but I thought maybe it was like a song about yeah. maybe he had a pet rat or something. I think maybe it was, but maybe Michael Jackson called it a ben after after yeah. Willard. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, some weird rat so, stories. <laughs> yeah, like fucking. You know mm-hmm. what's weird? Um, 
I, I've had the song Ben in my head for the past, like, two weeks. <laughs> and then it, like, suddenly popped up. Yeah. And it always seems to happen to me. It's, fu- it's fucking freaky, man. Like, I'll have a song or something in my head, and then, like, I'll watch something and it'll be in it. Maybe like, you're a fucking fuck? scanner. <laughs> 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 So, okay, all in all, you, you dug this Hells, movie. Hells, yeah. Is there, any, is there anything that you didn't like about it? This is what mm, I'm curious about. Not a whole lot, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm honestly struggling to think if there was something. Um, no, not really. Okay, interesting. Like, so, in in saying that, this should be a ten out of like ten for you. Yeah, it's definitely not a ten out of ten because <laughs> I'm a jerk and I don't do that. Um, I yeah, I don't know how I'd fix it. I don't or, or like make it better. Um, is it is it a film that you can see yourself rewatching? Mm. Like okay, for example, if it came if it came on Netflix, could you be like, oh fuck yeah, let's watch that again? Oh yeah, eventually I'd check it out again, but it's not one that I'm like running out to see again. But I very much enjoyed my time with it, if that makes sense. Yeah, I yeah, sure. okay. Like I'd definitely watch it again. Like I wouldn't if someone was like, hey, um, oh what's this? I haven't seen this before. I'd be like, oh yeah, you should totally check that out. Like that's the level. Yeah, okay, I get you. Yeah. Okay. Alright, alright, I'm mm-hmm, getting you. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling, I'm feeling you, Jess. I'm, I'm curious to watch the um, original. I'll, I'll give you that much. I think you should, okay. I'll, I'll start, I'll start chiming into what my thoughts are, but, like, comparing this to the original. Um, straight off the bat, this one here, like, the 2003 version, I, I instantly, like, my first note was, opening is very Tim Burton-esque. Uh. Compared to the original, the original, like, um, the first like half an hour of the original is very, in some way, it's a lot more lighthearted, kind of on the verge of Disney-esque, where this one here, I could like straight away, I'm like, all right, you are going so much darker yeah. than, uh, than the original. And I, and I, and I like that a lot more because the original doesn't really jump into horror territory until closer to the end mm. where this one straight off the bat, you, you can tell. It is. Oh. This this is a movie that's going to gross you out. It's going to disgust you. Yeah. And I thought of one thing. And maybe yeah. I could just a little bit more gore would have would have tipped it for me. Okay. Like a yeah, bit more I blood you, I get and stuff because it was like it felt like a PG movie almost sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't actually know what the rating was for this. It's probably an M. Yeah, but like it felt like an M movie or something. This, yeah, yeah. Sorry. This, Continue. this is um, when people say that they don't like remakes, this is kind of the reason why this film here. Because you take the original, it's very, it's very straighty one eighty. Mm-hmm. But this new <laughs> remake is, it it just goes in a in a direction that just makes it more horror. And I think people hate that for some reason. I don't understand why. Take, um, I can't really think of, a, of an example right now. Uh, let's just use this for example. Cemetery. This one straight away. Um, 
No, I can't really think of okay. anything no right now to to really explain my thoughts. But um, yeah, this one just it it, it it shows straight away that this is a horror movie. You are in a horror movie where the original is very much like like I actually had to second guess myself with the original. I'm like, did I did I get the right movie? Because this isn't seeming like like the right like movie. A bit, bit more you know? kind of Halloweeny, where it's like a bit of a slow build. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, but but Halloween, you like you got you get the feel that you're in a horror movie. Where the original Willard, you don't. Like for the most for the first half, I was is like, it just like him hanging out this? with Socrates and just chilling. Yep. Have you seen it before? No. I'm just like uh, if I was like. <laughs> no, I'm joking. If yeah, if I like had to guess, like I'd just be like, it would be a lot of him just like developing his relationship with like. Socrates, because you, you yeah, don't get okay, that yeah, yeah. as much in this movie. They're just kind of instantly connected. Oh, well, no. No, actually, no, not really. In, in the original, it, it opens up with him walking out from work, and we, we get introduced with his boss straight away. And his boss is his boss is not really much of a dick as he is in this one. Like, he's he's firm, and he he wants the job done. Oh, yeah. Which is like, Same. that's fair enough. <laughs> Where in this one, like, everyone, every single person in this movie is a lot more emotionally abusive than the original. The original, I can see that they're somewhat um, overpowering, but I wouldn't call them abusive. Yeah. Really. It's just like... Where in this one, yeah, no, you are, you're a fucking... Yeah, like, (laughs) um, it'd be something where the boss is like, hey man, I'm trying to do my best here, but you're not pulling your weight. Like, you've really got to pick up your game. Yeah, yeah exactly. Whereas, like, um, uh, what's his name? Ali. Ali. Ali Ermi. It's a hard fucking name to say. Ali Ermi is just, like, going at him. Yeah. Calling him an idiot yeah. and everything like that. May I just say that Ali Ermi was, by God, the best pick for this Fantastic. character. Fantastic. Because he looks close to the original character, and he just, he just, Ali Ermi has, has one of those voices where you just do not want to fuck with. And I was thinking today, I'm like, actually, like, this is like, in that year, 2003, that was his second horror remake he was in. He was also in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. I fucking love that one. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's just, it's just cool. And, it, like, Ali Ermi is definitely an actor that is missed, man. I, I wish we still had totally. him around. So if, sad that if he just, passed. I you need someone to fucking yell at someone. He's your dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and like he's not like he's not physically scary. He's just but got he's, this fucking like he, heavy presence. Where it's just yeah, like, exactly. I'm not fucking with that cunt. Yeah, and everything he does in the film, I buy. Like he is a boss that takes charge that can yell at you and make you fucking shudder in your boots. So the casting in this is, is perfect. Crispin Glover as Willard, just holy shit. All right, comparing the two Willards, yeah. Crispin Glover nails this out okay. of the park. Like, the first Willard, he's fine. He's a lot more... He's a lot more uh, standoffish. I'm kind of shy. Um, yeah. And I mean, I guess that's the character of Willard. But in this one, he's just more... Quirky. Somewhat of a loose cannon. You can you could tell, yeah, you know, like in Christmas Glovers, you could tell that this was brewing in his in his mind and something's gonna well, pop. I think where the original it's like, like the, the directing and then just he fucking chews scenery up so good. 
Like where um yeah. yeah, you can see it building. Like he he's not trying to be subtle. He's like I'm fucking I'm getting upset with the boss like right now when he's like yelling at him and he's like gripping the bag and shit. Yeah, exactly. Also, like, yeah, where the other like the original one, he just takes it like a bitch. Even <laughs> when like he puts that pocket knife to his fucking um arm and like yeah. It, yeah like it's blunted and shit but you can tell how hard he's fucking pushing as well like he just Chris McGovern yeah. goes all in like if I feel like if the director let him he would have just like done it not killed himself but he would have like <laughs> cut it a bit you know yeah he just yeah. feels like a, a dude who's like yeah anything to get the fucking job done and get the best result cause like he looked like he's- he was legit pushing so hard <laughs> He's definitely a method actor. For sure. It was great. Yeah. Um, uh, Continuing the trend of comparing the two, um, Ben, the rat, is just, yeah. In the original Ben, it's just a brown rat. It's basically the same size as um, Socrates. Where in this one, when we're introduced to Ben, I was looking at going, the fuck is that? Is that a fucking possum? Mm. Because yeah, I was I was I was mistaken. I thought I didn't think it was a rat until I saw that. Yeah, he's note. here I'm to like, fuck wow. all the other girl rats. <laughs> yeah, clearly, eh? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck's he listening to Socrates at all? <laughs> you don't get it. Socrates. Um. <laughs> you haven't seen um. So I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't pick that up on when you said that earlier. I'm like, what the fuck? What, what is he talking about? Crates? Like, uh, what's so it from? Crates. Bill and Ted. I, I oh, because I've no idea. I've never heard Socrates. Before. Yeah, yeah. Um, Keanu and fucking whatever call him Socrates in Bill and Ted. <laughs> That's funny. Socrates. Uh, so- <laughs> That's funny as, um, the cat scene, man. I, I got to bring that up because, Yo. like, when that when that happened. So in the original, um, scene. Mm. Do you want me to tell you? I feel like I'm just telling you the original. Just go movie, for it, man. What happens? I'm like, I'm probably never going to get around to watching it. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. In the original, like the the character that that character gives Willard the yeah. cat. She's hot, by the way. They. She's he's hot. What, sorry. I mean, he's hot too. But yeah. The re- yeah the remake the remake, remake or. Yeah, she is. In the original, she's hot too. She's nice. a blonde girl. Um, but yeah, in the original, she's just they they. He gives her the cat. She gives mm. him the cat. And they just go for driving. They don't go actually back to the house. Oh, okay. Um, and what happens is he Willard drops her home. And then he just stops off at a phone booth and gives the cat to some dude using the phone. Just says, here, hold this. And just drives off. <laughs> yeah. So in this, like, I was, I was wondering, I'm like, all right, what, what's going to happen with the cat? I didn't actually think they were going to bring the cat in. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't I don't think he specifically did it to murder the cat. I think no, he was just I trying to get it away either. from Socrates. I think I, for my first thought, I thought maybe he's putting it in there um to kill the rats because before that he 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 was seeing the amount of rats there and he was like, "All right, this has to stop." There's yeah, it's when many. he's starting to be like, "Oh, I, I don't know what the fuck it's going. <laughs> like I'm losing control." Yeah. So I thought maybe he did that to um, to lower the numbers of rats yeah. or something. What we got... Okay, look, man. Um, if you don't know this about me, I am a cat lover. Um, I prefer cats over dogs. Um, nothing against dogs. They're fine. I have a dog. I'm just... 
I just prefer cats. This scene kind that of makes sense. got to me. Because <laughs> this scene got I'm totally why, a dog person. Why does it make sense? I I uh, dogs are just sometimes dogs yeah, are dogs annoying. the fucking best. <laughs> just like oh what's up? Oh I'll fucking do things. I'm like all right man. Yeah. That's that's why they're annoying. Cats leave you alone. They give you space. Where dogs are like, hey, hi, hi, I'm like, hi, hello, hi, hello. Hi. He's hello, like, go away. Hello. Yeah. The best. And I don't like that. It's like cats are just <laughs> like, like, are you gonna feed me or can you just die so I can eat you? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And I'm like, cat, stand there and just look pretty so I can stare at you and then continue to do what I do. And then they that's do that. Like. Anyway. Yeah. And then when they do give you affection, you're like, "Oh, you do love me," and they're like, I can't "Yeah, they're me. like," and they and they. I leave. don't know if I love you, but for now, I want some attention. Yeah, exactly. And then when they come and sit on you, it's like the best feeling in the world. You're just rubbing your little. <laughs> don't fuck your cat. <laughs> <laughs> you're disgusting. Anyway, so as a some as someone who likes cats, who's who's not allowed to own a cat, stupid fucking kids. Oh, why? Um, that. Uh, it's not the kid's fault. It's actually the, the wife's oh. fault. Because the ca- cats make too much mess. How How do they? Because we had cats once and they... they um, The kitty litter was everywhere and they shat everywhere. And I'm like, yeah, but you have a dog that shits everywhere as well. Well, that just sounds like anyway. a shit cat. No, there were beautiful... There was two cats and I called one Bella <laughs> and I called the other Lugosi. <laughs> And together, they were Dracula. <laughs> this is a true story. And I had to give him away and Aww. I cried. I fucking hate my Tim wife. <laughs> anyway, so yes, that scene with the cat, uh, yeah, got to me a bit. I was like, wow, didn't expect that. But I love the use of Ben. Like that song's so sweet and nice. And in this That's scene, such a it's rad like, sequence. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and fuck it, it just really worked. It really, really worked. Were you just like, don't okay. go up there. Don't go up I, there. <laughs> well when so when they when he chucked the cat in and the mm. cat kind of freaked out I still didn't know what was going to happen mm. and then when it got up there the, the rat started chewing the fucking cabinet's legs I'm like okay Uh-oh. they're going to try and kill the cat I still didn't think that they're going to kill the cat and then when they did I'm like whoa <laughs> you know it's like killing a kid in a movie it's something I did not expect them to do but you See, know well done well done I'm, I'm not fucked. one of those guys that's Here's how you notch the score up for me. Yeah, you... Yeah, I wanted to see the cat get eaten. It knocked it up. Yeah, it would have knocked it up. (laughs) If you, like... I mean, you don't don't really see it get eaten, but yeah. Yeah, here's how you would have knocked the score up for me. It's like, you fucking... You, like, show the cat's, like, fucking manked skeleton or something. I'm surprised. I actually thought they might have, but they didn't, so... Yeah. Um, for me, I, I've said uh, as much praise as I can. I think this is a really good movie, a really fun movie. Totally. But I do have problems with the script. Go on. And, and, and there's nothing wrong with the movie per se. It's just my opinion of, of the story. I um, And this goes back to the original as well. I wish it went in a few different places. And this kind of coincides with what you were saying with the, um, with the gore. I fucking love a bully revenge mm-hmm. story. It's one. Of, it's up there with like animal attack films. It's one of my favorite types of things. I love when bullies get their up, 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 up. <laughs> So, 
I kind of went into this thinking we're going to get more. Yes, that's what I was saying. God, check your speakers. Um, what was I saying? Upcomings. Yeah, that's what I said. Um, so I went into this. I kind of expected more bully, not just his boss. Um, like his mum was a bit of a bully, but she doesn't really get what's coming to her kind of thing. I thought there might be like a schoolyard type bully or someone else. You, um, you wanted so more of an wanted, underdog story kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, I did. In saying that also, like for the most part, I was on Willard's side until the soccer, Socrates part where Socrates died. Where he like pussed out and didn't save him. Yeah. yeah, and like in the in the original, you can see Willard like right next to the boss while the boss is doing it, and then like I'm watching him going fucking like push him out of the way or something. He just fired you, push him out of the way. In this remake, are, are they even in the same room? Uh, he's he's kind of he's kind of outside the room from memory. So he so he's not seeing what's happening. He's only hearing. Yeah, it. and then he brings the stick out and he's like. Wait, scared of a little blood? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. So in the in the original, like, he's witnessing everything. Like, he's right next to his boss. Yeah, I was like, oh my so God, are they pi- killing Socrates? They show you Socrates' body. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was hectic. It, fuck, like, that, that, like, in the original, when, when Willard, after Socrates dies, Willard goes and, like, says to Ben... There's nothing I could do. There's nothing I could do. I'm like, you know, there fucking was. You can't yeah. do whatever. Um, but it's it's kind of emotional. It, you kind of feel for Willard. Mm. You feel for Ben too, because Ben was like looking at Willard like, why didn't you do anything? In this remake, you go. There, there, there was no real emotional attachment. You go from this shocking death to just anger. And I think that would have been better if we had bit more of a heartfelt moment of Willard like holding Socrates crying or something like that I mean he was a he was upset and then going into anger yeah I I, yeah, I, yeah. I I get what you're saying I get what you're saying like honestly it could have been a scene where you you're crying as well as, as an audience you are there crying yeah, you know what I didn't really cry in this one so like that's I didn't either mm. and I'm saying like you could have they could have made that an emotional part in the movie which would have bumped up the score for me but I was definitely I was definitely I like just- oh Socrates died but I wasn't like feeling it yeah okay exactly yeah. that's gotcha. what I'm saying so um I think they just they, they went too hard thinking nah this is a horror movie we have to go horror and they, well I, I they, guess that's, they- that's what they picked right like because um, yeah. It's one of the few times they actually do show some blood and some a bit of viscera um, is with yeah. that. And I think they're going more for shocking than sad. But you could have both. You could have. Like, it's still shocking. Like, you don't... For someone that's never seen Willard before, I did not expect Socrates... You know what? I actually thought this is how it's going to play out. And in the remake... They, they kind of allude to it a bit more. I thought that in the end, there was going to be a fight between Socrates and Ben about who's the leader, who's Willard's favorite. Yeah. That's what I thought was going to go. Yeah, that would have been good. Um, and like, I obviously watched the original first, but in this remake, it's it's very heavily um, 
portrayed that that's the way it's going to go and it doesn't but yeah so I don't know I really kind of was let down with, with Socrates' death because when when Willard's mum died I was I almost got like a little bit of sadness mm. in me I was like alright so if they're doing this here what's it going to be like with Socrates' death and I was just a little let down with that that's it yeah okay so, I feel yeah yeah um, so that's really the only downfalls I can say, besides from CGI, but I I can just put that down to it being dated. Yeah, dated. and like it was kind of a cool moment regardless. It was, looked fucking sick, yeah. yeah. Like, and, and so, the fact that that's the only time they did it is kind of good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. All right, well, anything else to say about Will it, or should we give it a score? Uh, and, uh, no, not really. All right, well, score out of ten. What are you got? Um, Let's see if we got the same. I think we got the same. Maybe I'm 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 gonna go an eight on this one. I was I was gonna lean into a seven, but I, I know he didn't like that. <laughs> so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go an eight. I'm gonna commit and be like, yeah, this is sick. I I really want to give it a seven because I know Zim fucking loves seven out of ten scores I was so like, much. man, what if these both end up being sevens? And, and, and they're, like, they're like genuine sevens to me and he's just like, you fucking give me double sevens or fucking Zim week? I'll come to your house and I'll punch you goldfish. Yeah, you know what's funny? Um, the original will that I did get yeah. a seven. So that's legit. I did give that a seven, but we're not reviewing that. So you can't, you can't be mad at me, Zim. Um, for this one here, the remake, I did like it a lot yeah. more um and i am I, I did predict right i'm coming in with an eight out of nice 10 as well. yeah like so. I, now that you mentioned a couple of things i'm like okay maybe that's what was missing for it because like i just wanted yeah more of an emotional punch and then uh, just a yeah, bit exactly. more of uh the old the old blood and guts yep and i i think yeah, it could have got a 10 because it was close it's such a good idea it's not like they wasted the idea you know like um, um, no, yeah. So, yeah, definitely. All right. Well, let's jump on to our next film. Oh, and I wish you we would. are jumping in to, <laughs> I'm not making any wishes. No way. No, I'll how. just make the three and then I'm good. Yeah. Something bad is going to happen. Yeah, but anyway, fine. let's I wish talk it about Wishmaster. How many times are we going to say wish in this review? My God. Uh, Wishmaster from 1997. Let's listen to that goddamn trailer. trailer. Watch that crate. That's very expensive. For centuries, he has remained hidden. Watching. Waiting. You. He is coming. He knows your secret hopes. He sees your private dreams. And he can grant your every desire. Well, I'm not a <laughs> greedy man. How about a million dollars? I remember a certain potentate whose last party was talked about for centuries. Oh, God, how I'd love to host a party like that. I wish to be beautiful forever. Even if it kills you. As you wish. <laughs> Would you like to 
So Wishmaster from 1997. The story is a demonic djinn attempts to grant its owner three wishes which will allow him to summon his brethren to earth. This one comes in a 5.8 out of 10 on IMDb and it stars Tammy Lauren as Alexandra Amberson, Andrew Divoth as the djinn, and a lot of other people and I'll mention those other people in okay. a second. But uh, uh, this is directed by Robert Kurtzman who... I will also talk about later. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have a lot to say about this one. So, Wishmaster, is this your first time seeing the this Wishmaster? This is 100% my first time seeing the Wishmaster. Okay. I ask that because I swear I have seen this before. But besides from like one or two scenes, I, I didn't remember anything about this film. So... Going in, man, i got to give Zim some credit here, man. He's picked two movies, for me anyway, two movies that I just had an absolute blast watching. So, Willard, I didn't see before. Uh, thank you so much for picking that. And Wishmaster, I, I swear to God, I've seen it before, but I don't remember it. So, thank you so much for picking these two movies, man. I had an absolute blast with both of them. Um, Luffy, what about you? Wishmaster, did you like it? I, um... I, I I struggled a little bit with this one. Why? <laughs> really? I thought you'd be all over because this. Because there's long chunks of boring <laughs> in this sometimes. Interesting. Okay. However, the fucking like CGI and the like weird deaths and shit is fucking fantastic. Yeah. Like I was like Actually, no, I don't think I'm going to like this one. In my, I don't know why in my head I like came into it negative, you know? Where I was yeah. like, you know what? I don't think, think Wishmaster is going to be my jam. But, um, yeah, it's totally my jam. This is fucking sick. This is really so. good. But, like, um, there, look, there were chunks of, like, uh, can we get to the next bit real quick? It's just the <laughs> the kills were so good. I was just like, I don't care about all this fucking talking. I don't care about your stupid fucking story. <laughs> I just want to see you turn into a fucking twelve snakes and a dude's penis or something like. Whatever the fuck's gonna happen. Right. <laughs> um. And yeah, it wasn't it wasn't too long before like some shit happened, like and it, um. it just gave me such nostalgia vibes for like the nineties, man. Yeah. Like, it was so, it was such a 90s, so, like, all that, like, um, like, how do I fucking describe it? Like, that twisted skin effect? Yeah. Like, where, where like, yeah. in horror movies, everybody's skin is just made of rubber. <laughs> it's the 90s, oh, yeah. so great. Um, but yeah, man, this, this one was a blast. Like, uh, it was really cool. It was heaps fun. I think, um... I think because I was in a hurry to finish it as well. Maybe that was part of it. 
You don't need to be in a hurry. No, you gotta go to work tomorrow. Oh, that's fuck work. <laughs> <laughs> hey, boss. Um, for, for me, okay, going in, one of the scenes I did remember with this was, um, I did remember that Robert England was mm-hmm. in this. But I was watching it, I was going through IMDb, and like, and watching the credits at the start, like, every name popped up, I'm like, the fuck? The fuck? Like, there is, this movie is complete horror royalty. It's fucking insane. Yeah. Like, there's so many guys and, like, girls that have been in other, like, known for other stuff or worked on other stuff. I, I recognized a few of them. Like, Ted Raimi, for sure, because I love Ted Raimi. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of them's The Candyman. Yeah, Tony Todd, yeah. Um, that's that's all I got. <laughs> who you got? <laughs> so, so you got Angus, Angus Grimm, who was the narrator mm-hmm. of this movie. He's the tall man from the Phantasm movies. Um, are you surprised if I haven't seen Phantasm? No, I'm not surprised okay. at all. <laughs> no, don't worry. Um, yeah, like I said before, we have Robert England mm-hmm. uh, in this. Um, just... Does Robert England die in this? Mm. I, yeah, he did. Yeah, yes, because he, he wishes for the. Um, he's like, I wish it was a party like the old parties. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why yeah. mine's like German <laughs> or some shit? But yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, you said before Ted Raimi's in this. Uh, you have Joseph Pilato, who was Captain Rhodes in Day of the Dead. Remember, Joe oh, Okay, who did he play? He. Uh, Mickey Torelli. Mickey Torelli. I'm trying to think. He's credited in this film. I couldn't find him anywhere. Yeah. So. Oh, he know. was the, um, the, the crane driver. No. Apparently. Is it Mickey Torelli? Like when she has the flashback and when she's like trying to figure out how to beat him. Spoilers for Wishmaster. Um... Is it Mickey Torelli, the name of the crane driver? I I can't remember. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, you have John B- John Biner, who most people won't know that name, but he was in Transylvania six <laughs> six five thousand. That sounds that's like an amazing title. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you had Kane Hodder, who you might know as Jason. Oh shit! I've heard of him. Oh, J- Jason from from many yeah, Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. We had George Buck Flower, who was in Village of the Dam. They live. Um, Curse of the Komodo. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, Reggie Bannister was the pharmacist in this movie. He was from uh, the Phantasm mm. movies. He is from the Phantasm movies. Uh, but then you got yeah Robert Kurtzman. Uh, who is done like fucking everything? He was makeup department from from till dusk till dawn. Uh, he worked in the haunting of Hill House. He worked in Doctor Sleep, um, yoga hoses, and he's done a lot of work. <laughs> he's done a lot of work on the uh, uh, the Walking Dead. Yeah, okay. So I think he's a producer on the Walking Dead, or a writer, or something like that. He is... He's something... He's something on The Walking Dead. God damn it. It's so hard to scroll through his fucking credits. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I can't see it. <laughs> I'm either. not finding him anywhere. Yeah. Okay, maybe he's not. Anyway, he's, uh, he's in... um. Oh, he's he did Bubba Hotap? Horror. Sick. Yes. 
Yeah. Uh, it also has... Um, oh, who else has it got? It's got something else. Greg Nicotaro. Who did, like, the makeup effects for this. He does the makeup effects for fucking yeah, everything. Yeah, he's like... I've known like, his name a few times and yours. Yeah, that's why I'm like... That style of effect. Savini's in this one too, apparently. He's in it or he helps make stuff? Uh, he's pharmacy customer. <laughs> there you go, man. So it's, this movie's fucking... It's like a love letter to, to horror the... cast-wise. Yeah. There is so much. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. So th- that was really cool. Like watching... Because th- we've had that before. We've had a packed full cast... Yeah. Uh, of horror icons being in the same movie together. Usually it sucks. Uh, but this one was good, man. I really enjoyed this movie. The biggest standout for Wishmaster for me was easily the look uh, of the Wishmaster and yeah, the effects. He looks right. Well, you know what it felt like? Um, and it totally yeah. makes sense now. It, it just felt like a special effects showcase. And that's why I was like, yeah. I don't care about your fucking story. Just show me more of the special effects. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. It also like it feels like a charmed episode with a lot more. Gore. It did feel TV-ish, right? Like, yeah, it it has. It's got that. It's very uh, dated. It's got that very nineties. You know what? TV pulled I, me out of it for a second yeah. as well. The um, when you go into his realm, right? And I'm like, yeah. that's just army netting stuff. Like, it's the, the shit they throw <laughs> yeah. over to, like, cover up tanks and shit. And I'm yeah. just like, oh, man, that it doesn't... Like, I know what they're trying to do and make it look all weird and mystical and foreign. And I'm like, that's just... <laughs> it's just army netting. And I'm, I, I just couldn't get over it. I kept looking at it and being like, God, I wish you didn't use that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so annoyed at it. <laughs> I know what you're saying. I, I I got written down here. It's very cheesy at times. A lot of the dialogue, yeah, and um, even some of the acting. It's like, Fuck, bro. <laughs> I was laughing, and, and Joe was like, "Why are you laughing?" I'm like, "It's so cheesy." This movie. Oh, it also made but me I want had... a cigarette so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking nineties movies with their constant oh, smoking. Man, I was just like, oh, maybe I can just have one. I'm like, no, you don't need one. <laughs> you just watch the movie. I'm the same. I'm the same. Um, yeah, no, nah, this is just this is just a movie dedicated to fun. I just had a good time watching this. I had a good time with the with the wishes. Like, how's he going to turn this wish into something twisted? Yeah. That's like the biggest thing. It's like it's like kind of watching um, Final Destination movies. You really only go there for the creativity of the kills. It's it's like, and it was kind of the same with this one. It's it's totally a tropey thing. Being that, like, be careful what you wish for kind of bullshit. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. But this was just, like, a be careful what you wish for horrid out the asshole, And it looked so good. Yeah. Like, there were so many things where it, like, was completely unnecessary and over the top. And, like, just, like, <laughs> the way his little hair would wiggle. And I was like, <laughs> man, they had to build that into it. Or someone had to... Someone has to move that for that to happen. Like... I know. Yeah. It's just like this completely unnecessary element that just it he looks so good. <laughs> like the teeth, the fucking smarmy attitude and stuff. 
Um, yeah. yeah, the actual Wishmaster is great. Like, I don't... I'm kind of bummed for the sequels because I, I, I don't know what the go is at all. Like, I have no idea. Like, I don't know if this is going to be more of the same, like, with Robert Kurtzman and him doing, like, um, mm-hmm. all the effects and stuff and it being such a... Um, a showcase, or if it's just going to be someone running with the Wishmaster idea, and then I'm going to get like twelve Leprechaun movies. Is that like? <laughs> I'm not going to say too much. Do you know what I mean? Like that's I'm I'm doing yeah. like your Star Wars prediction with the Wishmaster, and I'm like, I feel like it's going to be someone's going to be like, okay, try it. So wishes, and we'll make them like they said they wanted an apple, and then they put it in their butthole. <laughs> <laughs> like shit like that um I, I do I, once again I have seen them but I don't remember I do remember one wish mm. and I'm not gonna tell you what it was but I do remember it being funny as yeah, fuck I'll find out and soon like, enough but like funny as fuck in a good okay. way so hey look I hope it's good but th- this feels like so much of a mid 90s like horror masterclass <laughs> you know just for special effect not so much the story it's not so much a complete com- cohesive product and like it's not going to blow you away with anything like mm. um cinematography wise or things like that but just the effects in it are so it's like it it's a practical effect masterclass i think is what i yeah, yeah. i'm trying to get at Definitely, definitely. I got I got many vibes to um, uh, Hellraiser in this one. It's been such a long time. I barely remember anything about Hellraiser. Yeah. If you yeah, I think most people will understand if they've seen Hellraiser recently. But yeah. Um. All right. Well, let's give a score out of ten to Wishmaster. Sure. What did you think? Um. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give this one an eight too. <laughs> Is that just because you don't want to give it a I'm seven? I'm scared he'll yell at me. Um, no, it's because I think <laughs> I, I genuinely think it deserves an eight because um, I would, even though it had slow bits and I don't think it's as good of a movie as Willard. Um, yeah, I'd probably chuck this on again sooner because the kills in it are so schlocky and fantastic. And it really gave me, you know, it, it made me want to go back and watch, um, that Peter Jackson one I like again. Oh, um, Dead, Dead yeah. Alive. Yeah. You know, it was. <laughs> I can see yeah. that. Yeah. Like it was, it's just super fun. I'd totally throw this on and I hope two and three are good. And I'd just like, you know, be like, I feel like, like running through the Wishmasters again. That'd be great. I hope that's what this becomes. Yeah. So yeah, because of its like rewatchability, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it an eight. But I think as a movie, it's slower. But I think it's fantastic. It's a fantastic little time capsule, and like practical effects at its prime. Yeah, yeah. Um, for me, man, I I I struggled with a score for this one because I wanted to give it an eight, and I was like, <laughs> I had a lot of fun with this movie, yet. 
I can't. I, I can't give it an eight because like I gave Will an eight, and I think that's a better film, better made all around. Uh, this one just suffers from dating a lot. Like it, it just suffers from that that time frame it came from the the late seventies, seventies, <laughs> late late nineties. Um, so I I would put it as a seven out of ten. <sighs> But I know Zim hates it so much, so I'll go 7.5 out of 10 for you, Zim. Well, that's like going um, middle of the road on the middle of the road score. He said 7.5 okay. is all right. Okay. <laughs> it's just seven. <laughs> all in all, man, like I have a lot of fun with this film. So definitely, definitely worth a watch. And it will be fun. Like If you guys don't know what we're doing on the next Horror for Dummies, we are actually doing Wishmaster 2, 3, and 4. Uh, as... As the next Patreon pick, because what are the chances, right? Yeah, <laughs> so weird. <laughs> I know. Um, so that wraps up this episode of Horror for Dummies, guys. Both great movies, both worth a watch. Willard and Wishmaster. If you haven't seen either, I highly suggest going and checking them out. Yeah, I actually had a like fantastic movie watching week because of these two movies. Yeah, thanks, Zim. Yeah, thanks honestly, so much. Really fucking good picks, and like. For both of us, especially you, not so much me, to have, like, not really watched them and appreciated them in a while, it was a really good fucking, um, recommendation. Yeah. Shit, yeah. I'm a- I'm now keen to revisit the other Wishmaster films. I haven't got high hopes for one of them, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Uh, Wishmaster 4 looks great. Don't want it to be another <laughs> leprechaun situation. Uh think it might um but anyway this concludes the horror for Dummies podcast space. for this week i don't think okay. it goes that far but <laughs> hey i could be wrong uh we would like to thank each and every one of you for joining us thank you. we are proud members of the padded room podcast network and can be found there as well as podbean spotify iHeartRadio, stitcher tuning google Podcasts, and other places if you would like to help the show grow, the best way to do it is giving us a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts or even just simply share our show on mm-hmm. social media and give us a like or a comment, whatever. Please. Uh, we can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and Letterboxd under Horror for Dummies, and we would love to hear from you. So we now have listener mail back open. So if you guys want to tell us what you think about this episode or others, let us know and we'll read your shit out. Best way to do it is probably giving us a DM on the mm-hmm. Facebook that way I can collect them all and have them all ready. So if you want to slide into my DMs, <laughs> that'd be nice. Um, if you'd like to support the show like a champion, like Zim, and give us a theme or movies that you want us to review, go and check out our Patreon page, Patreon forward slash Horror for Dummies. There you will find multiple shit that you can chew on. and have Yeah, or just if you're like, uh, there's not enough of these dudes. I'm, my brain is fucked and I want to listen to them more. Yeah. And then that's how you do it. You got to, you got to shell out a couple of dollars. Not much. And you get honestly heaps more. Of us. <laughs> yes. And heaps more coming too. We've still got a lot more to do. Uh, Tom, this, this month's been pretty, pretty, uh, fucked for me. We've had a, a house full of sick kids and, and Same. sick wife, so I haven't had a chance to do shit. Oh, are you suffering too? No, it's my house full of sick wife and kids. Oh. <laughs> Steph. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, man, um, that's it for this week. Join us in two weeks. We'll be reviewing the rest of the Wishmaster, Wishmaster Dose, Trace, uh, and Quatros. Yeah, yeah. Until then, Luffy, do you have anything more to add? Um, yeah, well, I guess just, like, I wanted to reiterate, like, with the pants thing. Like, Jaws wouldn't have... It would, the pants wouldn't work on him. Oh, for but- fuck's sakes. Dip! You're a, you're a fuck, you know that. 